The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, every month we're going to be giving away any one item to a Patreon backer at the $5 tier or above. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the only podcast on planet god dang earth where we pick anything and everything to face off in an eight subject bracket elimination tournament this is elite eight showdown i of course am your giant sized action-packed issue host big chuck and i am not joined by my comrade my cohort my co-conspirator more importantly my co-host Tim, he heard that Wolverine was getting yet another Origins comic, so he had to take a mental health day. France. But I am joined by the host of Comic Book Rundown, a man whose comic collection is so girthy, I'm looking at, literally looking at it behind him right now on screen, that it will make anyone feel inferior. And the reason why I love to burn the space between with the hashtag Gennaro did it first. Joe Gennaro, welcome to the show, Big Daddy! Thank you, thank you. That was a really uh, impressive introduction. I'm, I'm not sure if I yeah. can live up to it. Uh, oh, you, uh, wait, hey, you're already here. You are the probably fourth guest uh, on of this, like, all special Tim's on vacation still. Okay. He decided to take everybody from the uh, from the professional casual network oh, uh, okay. on vacation and just left me home. Oh, well. Left me here to run the entire show. Well, hold on. Uh, so, now, did, did, you know. but did he pay for it out of his pocket? Because I'm pretty sure you're taking all of that. Oh no no no! He paid for it out of his pocket. I made sure of it. Uh, there will be no there will be no business expenses charged the, at all. We don't do that here. Fair. We don't well, do that here for, at all. Not for okay? Tim, right? Just just for you. Yeah, not for Tim. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's fair. Fair, fair, fair. Um, yeah. He, I mean, he took everybody. He took Arn. He took the Birdsteins. He took I've, he took ooh, uh, Birdsteins. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Before we before we get into it, right off the bat. You got a little heat. You got a little heat with Birdstein and Birdstein. I mean, I know, uh, I know they weren't aiming it at me. I understand that. They don't even know who you are. Exactly. Like, let's face exactly. it, those guys live in their own bubble. That's true. But they stung you a little Just bit. A little bit. They may have made, yeah, made a little comments about some Wolverine. Well, no, no, it wasn't the Wolverine. It was, it was the, I, it was the, you know, the grown men. Making a podcast longer than what it takes to read the book. Um, oh well, yeah, that's true that was, too. Uh, that was the that was, part, and that was primarily targeted at both Tim and Dan uh, because they have created a podcast, "The Space Between," yes. uh, which completely, almost completely rips off, at least partly, uh, the greatest comic book podcast on planet God dang Earth, "Comic Book Rundown." Oh, I was gonna say so. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I shout out yeah, some of my friends, no, they, but you know, I'll take, the, I'll take the credit. <laughs> yeah, no, you're taking the credit. I don't know them, and uh, they don't, you know, they're not on the show. That's so uh, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Real quick, I'll get my plugs right out of the way. Of course, 55 star reviews. Uh, if we can get them on iTunes, we will do the one bracket that I don't want to do. I left. I left a review. I left. One you did. You did leave ago. a review. You. You son of a bitch! Uh, I want to hear it. At the time, of, at the time of this recording, we are we are up to eight, so we're cruising. We went from four to eight in like less than twenty four hours. Say, I think I was number um, three or four. So, yeah, you were definitely up there. We're up to eight. Uh, I'm not happy about it. You know, I don't want to talk about my eight most embarrassing moments in my life. I, I get that. Like, yeah, like the like my resurgence. Uh, into my uh, uh, sex life after a year and a half of pretty much celibacy. That story actually might be my favorite story of all the stories because of just how ridiculous it is. Uh, Tim did tease it on an episode of The Space Between. Oh boy. Shout out to Tim. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him for doing that. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, we're all, we are almost there. Um, of course. Go over. T- yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost, yeah, we're almost a fifth of the way there. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, of course, the professionalcasual.com, or actually, it's just professionalcasual.com, where you can check out the giveaways page. As of this recording, I don't even know what the uh, giveaways are anymore because we do so many. Um, also, you can check out the store where, Joe, you could get a shirt of me with a bunch of glizzies jammed in my mouth. Of course, the Big Chuck and Glizzy shirt said, don't, on a fanny pack. Don't think I've been, t-shirt. I have been looking at that. <laughs> I've been hovering, oh, hovering oh. over the checkout. Oh, it's it's woo, baby boy. It is a it is a great shirt. Uh, the fanny pack, legitimate. Like I have the fanny pack because nice. uh, why wouldn't I buy my own stuff with my own face on it? Uh, it is actually a really good quality. Like it's a little pricier than what I would expect it to be. But when I got it, man, the quality of that thing is like phenomenal in comparison to like how fanny packs uh, are made in like the store and stuff, where it's like well, yeah, that it's, kind of plastic. Yeah, crappy this material. is all. Yeah, this is all like canvas. It's like old school. Ooh. It fits fat guys. Ooh. It fits a fat guy, and that's what I like about it. It fits. It that's, fits around that's my. That's really important. It really is. Yeah, my giant sized issue waist. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's. You know what? Let's get to know Joe Gennaro here a little bit. Um, tell me what got you into collecting comics. So, the the gigantic wall of comics behind you currently. Um, what well, got you just, into comics? That's just the. That's just the trades. Here is a picture of right. my single issues, and that is that is over just the boxes. couch. Just so you know, um, yeah, that's ridiculous. That was so many boxes. Uh, that's about thirty-two, but and they're long boxes. They're like anyway. Yeah, they're, they're you can you yeah, can get about one hundred fifty to two hundred into each, but that's not the point. Um, so <laughs> when, uh, when I was uh, ten years old, uh, so I've been yep. around ninety-three. Uh, my mm-hmm. brother was buying and collecting the Death of Superman, as well as the okay. Batman Nightfall. Uh, so, you know, Death of Superman mm-hmm. is where he dies. Batman Nightfall is when Batman gets his back broken. And as a little brother, I would go into his comic box and read those books because little brothers idolize their big brother. So mm-hmm. I fell in love with the stories then, and I started to... Honestly, for like three years, because I was 10 and had no, you know, to 13, had no money. I would just reread those over and over again with I'm using air quotes without his knowledge, uh, because at one point Mm -hmm. I literally organized it all and put it back in the box. And I'm pretty sure he knew that from that day on I was getting to his box. But whatever. Um, 
We don't judge exactly. No, we don't. No judge we don't question. Um, yeah. 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 So right, like it kind of enamored me, and I, I really like the stories. And so when I got the job and, and started getting my own money, I started just buying single issues here and there. And then as I got older and started making more money, I just would get more and more and more. And and now you see the library I have behind me. So. Yeah, man. I mean, it is, it is, I wish, I wish the viewers at home could see this, because, man, it is god dang impressive. I mean, I've, I've uh, it is pic- almost, I was say, I've put pictures on Instagram a couple times, I need, to, I need to reorganize it, but that's just, that's my own personal thing. That's, that's fair, that's fair. Um, but, you have a podcast, it's called the Comic Book Rundown. What made you start wanting to do the Comic Book Rundown? Jumping into podcasting always sounds like fun, but man, it's a chore. Oh, God. There's a lot to it. Yeah. Like, I, so it was one of those things where I listened to podcasts for the last five or six years. I'm like, okay, you know what? Podcasts, this is, like you said, it sounds easy in concept, but actually getting to do it was anything less but easy uh for the yeah like my original concept was to actually watch the comic book movies and then like talk about that that was my that was the first go that's what i was gonna do um but i didn't just never really panned out i think i had just found a another podcast that was doing that and i got kind of bombed i'm like well i ain't doing it now um (laughs) but but what really got me is i kept talking about that uh to my girlfriend um and just kind of kept talking talking to her about it and just any podcast in general and then she up and went and made a podcast and i'm like oh well i mean if you could do it then i guess i can do it so then, yep. then, yeah, uh, I orig- initially asked my my best friend, Ron, who is my co-host, uh, about doing it because he was the first one I thought of to be my co-host. And as we started going along, I didn't want to um, impose on him constantly. So I ha- would have other people on all the time and not just him mm. in the beginning. Uh, but then it got to the point where it was kind of dumb not to have him on. So he uh, about around episode or issue. No. Yeah. Episode 100, 110, something like that. He officially became my co-host. And yeah, so I've been doing it for about almost three years now, about two and a half years. And it's just it's about comic books. We we talk about comic book story arcs from all major uh, distribution companies. So like DC, Marvel, Image, uh, IDW, Zenoscope. Boom Studios. Just if it's a comic book, we are going to hit it. And it's we our episodes are, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. So it doesn't take too much time. But the reason that they're so short is because we cover one issue, one episode. So if the Mm -hmm. if like a story arc, say Death of Superman, that's a seven issue story arc, maybe eight issue. I can't remember off the top of my head now. Uh, So we would have say eight episodes 15 to 20 minutes long a piece each one going over each issue of that story arc so you can either mm-hmm. listen to just the story just that one episode at, at at first or you can wait and just binge all eight episodes and you'll have you know an hour two hours worth of a podcast right there and then and then there you go or like i said you could do one it's a car ride to work and back you're good to go 
Yeah, I actually I really like your guys' format because it, it is easy, right? It's not it's not deep diving and totally um like tearing and analyzing and tearing it apart. You guys you guys hit the points. You guys you make it a really easy listen. Some podcasts that I might be associated with sometimes get on tangents. You know what I mean? Oh, we get they a tangent. Go, we, we go a we little get on far. tangents. The thing is, I always have to pull us back because I want right. I'm sticking to that 15 to 20 minute time frame. If right. Because originally it was going to be like a two hour podcast talking about one arc. Uh, but I had a buddy right. who's like, well, why don't you just do it? Cut it up like this. I'm like, oh, that's that's a good idea. Um, yeah. Unless, of course, the, the issue we're talking about a la Flash pre-crisis is just nothing but shite and we are making fun of it <laughs> like crazy and going off on tangents left and right because yep. it's nothing but shite so right yeah right yeah uh it is amazing how easy it is to go off tangent yeah, when it is just an awful awful thing um but our topic today is the weirdest comic book crossovers so i have to ask you've you've read an issue or two i've, I've, I've you know? read a few you've yeah yeah you, you flipped a couple of pages actually your podcast is up to last time i did like in the 350s at this point uh, right this well when's this up this month uh yeah i think when this episode's coming out we will be closing in on 350 episode 350 episodes um yeah which is which is, which is uh, really impressive well, and it's only uh about 60 two or 63 story arcs we've done still right it's i mean 350 episodes like so you've read you've read an issue or two you've got some episodes on some comics let me ask you a a guru aficionado if you will <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you uh, what is some of your favorite team-ups or crossovers in comic history so it, there's been a lot more Lately, because I wouldn't consider an event a crossover. Well, kind of. Um, some of my favorites, though, have been like the the Batman going over to like Daredevil or um, Spider-Man. You know, Batman, Spider-Man. I mean, there's a classic one with Superman and Spider-Man uh, meeting in, I think, New York. Um, probably my favorite of of all time would be this happened in 95 i think uh dc versus marvel and it literally was both universes or both uh companies were able to i'm not gonna say put the differences aside but they made some agreement where hey why don't we get these characters together let's just do a four issue mini series see what happens just just go with it um one thing that did come out of that, though, was the uh, Amalgam Universe. I'm saying the Amalgam Universe because what it was, I don't know if you are aware of this, in the 90s when that series came out, they actually merged their characters. For example, um, Superman and Captain America merged together to make Super Soldier. Uh, Batman and Wolverine merged to make Dark Claw. Um, let's see a couple of the other ones. Superboy and Spider Spider Man made Spider Boy. Um, Wonder Woman and Storm created Amazon. List goes on. It was just a fun, like I think it was actually like weekly for uh, the the crossover. I can't remember exactly, but it was like a fun month to two month event that 
just had a blast. It's one of those things that they would not do today, which sucks. But, you know, it's just the way it is. Yeah, every every once in a while we get those kind of like weird, like weird little crossovers that you're surprised, uh, like they happen. Like I I remember, uh, which actually didn't make it on this list because there was one that was crazier that beat it. Um, but when the Punisher Archie crossover happened, um, it it was a it was a bunch of years ago. I believe it was before Archie was bought by DC. That's that's how okay. they got away with doing it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um but like that was like a really weird but it was like it was a really good crossover. Yeah. Um well, essentially Punisher goes to to uh, you know uh to to uh Riverdale or whatever. Riverdale. Thank yeah. I wanted to say Greendale and I knew that was uh, Sabrina. <laughs> um to Riverdale. Which, which uh, is also part of the Archie universe but that's whatever. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I actually, I actually super love that because I was, a, I'm a huge Sabrina, uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix fan. So, so I, like, uh, I still haven't watched it. I need to. Oh, I need to. You need to. You need to watch I, it. It is really good. I felt so. The bad thing is, I fell off on a lot of comic book TV shows just because there one. There's so many, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I love all of them. Right. But it's just finding the time, especially with having podcasts and work and a kid and a family. Like it's hard sometimes. Yeah. And it's not it's not totally kid appropriate. You well, know what no, I mean? So I like it's it's definitely it's definitely like a put a kids you know, put the kids to bed and pop it on thing. But yeah. it's a really good series. So yeah, I do I, highly recommend if you get the time, check it out. I do want to check it um, out. Um but that, that you know, this brings up this makes this actually brings up a really good question uh, that I hadn't planned on asking, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Okay, okay. I have made apparently, according to uh, Tim, a very outlandish statement, which is anything animated DC has ever made is better than anything Marvel has ever produced. Which he uh, took a horrific offense to. I don't even remember what episode I had said that on. I remember. But he, I remember you, his face was that. angry. Um, yeah. Are you referring? So you're saying the DC animated movies that they have been putting out for the last movies five years and TV shows and TV yeah. shows uh, are and TV shows. Than, than anything Marvel? Marvel's ever produced. Ooh, yeah, anything Marvel's um, ever produced on TV or movies. Now I would go better than any TV they well actually maybe I shouldn't say that because the Daredevil series and the Punisher series on Netflix were amazing um, and I love them and I thought they yes. were really good but they're they are not animated Justice League good yes they no, are that, not so the, animated Batman series good the ooh, 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 oh okay okay so you're saying all of oh ooh, okay. yeah um, I I'm saying they're not even as good as Batman Beyond like that's ooh, how wow. yeah that's how good DC is when it comes they should stop writing comics and just keep making cartoons Hold on, because like, no, no, they hold got. On. <laughs> I, I'm a DC fan at heart. That's that's hitting a little too below the belt there. Um, <laughs> okay, although, all right, that's. I yeah. mean, that's fair. I, I forget. I'm not talking to Tim, the Marvel <laughs> fanboy. So like, it's I, I gotta I gotta pull my that, punches a little. No, bit. You're good. You're good. No, um, I would say so. Cause I'm a like I said, DC. I love DC. Ron is the Marvel guy, mainly Spider Man, but just Marvel guy. Um, I, I mean, I know you really can't tell, but the first. Three shells are all DC, and then uh, the yes, Marvel, they, Marvel is the down blue. there. <laughs> yeah, I but see that. I There's mean, not also, nearly as much. I, it goes 
like 18 feet that way. So like right. it's, it's it's a it's a big one. Um, yeah. So I mean, I love DC. The Marvel movies are good, but I also am a big fanboy of the Snyder Cut and just Snyder uh, yes. stuff. So um, that's I can I can tell from your Justice League tattoo. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I. So like the weird thing is, is growing up, I was more of a DC. Guy. So like I never really read comics as a kid. Mm. I actually didn't really even get into comics until Civil War happened. Okay. Um, and that's that was only because to too. That's amazing. Well, story. A, a it was an amazing story. B a comic book store had just opened up in our town, and prior to that, the only place that you could get comic books was either at a Walden Books, where mm-hmm. they only got the main titles like yes, Batman, Spider Man, Captain America, like and the ones things that I sold. didn't totally yeah. care about. Right, the ones that sold, and even then they would only get maybe two issues of each one. You know what I mean? Or like the bare minimum that they had to order, because more than more often than not, they didn't move. Yeah. Um. So, like, Civil War came out, and then this comic book store opened. And that was my exposure to, like, all these titles I never knew existed. Oh, you know what awesome. I mean? Yes. And, like, I, like, I knew I knew of Marvel because I watched I watched X-Men. I watched um, Spider-Man. the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I even watched the Iron Man, which it is on Disney+. Dude, Plus. If you've yeah. never seen the Iron Man one, yeah. woo, that um, one's wild. Also had the Fantastic Four one as well. <laughs> yes, they did, which, which I was. absolutely loved. Which is why I love Fantastic Four, and I get made fun of all the time because everybody uh on space between fucking can't stand uh whatever reason cannot stand fantastic four they always think they're boring which is weird because dan likes boring comics so i don't know why he thinks they're as boring but i i mean his favorite his favorite guy's like Iceman. you know what i mean like, yeah yeah, yeah. I remember what's you, the point remember you guys talking about that he's um, yeah yeah it's stupid yeah yeah Iceman yeah. hasn't been Sorry, Dan, but Iceman kind of sucks. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like I said, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, I hope I've, you listen I've, to I this mean, episode. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, moving on. Uh, but anyway, we go. We got one in for the fans. Uh, uh, but yeah, so like that was my exposure. Like that was my big exposure to comics. And then I went to college, and like there was no comic shop there, so I I kind of stopped collecting. And then uh, I came back, and, and one of my favorite crossovers that ever happened was the um, GI Joe Street Fighter crossover oh, nice. that they did. Uh, um, that Aubrey Sitterson did. Um, and that I only knew about that because. I was a huge straight shoot fan, which was his pro wrestling talk show thing that he did on YouTube. Um, And he also wrote comic books. He worked for Marvel. He worked for WWE for a short time. Um, And I was just like, dude, I I am a diehard G.I. Joe fan through and through. I am a diehard G.I. Joe fan through and through. Like, I have the Cobra tattoo. You know what I mean? Um, So, like, I'm a diehard G.I. Joe fan. I loved Street Fighter. Like, Street Fighter was always so cool to me. So this idea that there was, there was this crossover, you know what I mean? Which, I don't know why there hadn't been at that point. And I walked into a comic shop, which is also uh, our gaming store here mm-hmm. locally, uh, and I fell back in love with comics. I fell back in love with collecting comics. Uh, and then I realized, I don't actually have the room to collect comics. Like, I don't have <laughs> I don't have a gigantic well, room, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, well, um... <laughs> When I, when I moved in with my girlfriend, um, I didn't have as much as I have now. Like, I've actually... Right. This is probably... I had maybe half of what you see behind me. Um, 
but I've also been living in this spot for five years, been with her for five years, six years. Crap. I know she won't listen. So yeah, six years. Um, <laughs> and uh, obviously I've, I've settled. I've been able to get more things. Uh, yeah. Just it, it I, I have a lot. <laughs> you good. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, yeah like actually, you, you, had, talk you, about, you talk about crossovers. One that is, is this is probably coming out. One that's coming out here soon uh, in mm-hmm. stores is the Transformers Back to the Future crossover. Yes, so I'm, yes, I'm ordered that. Which, I'm looking forward to reading that. It's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. I I am I I I was a huge especially when they did GI Joe Transformers crossovers. Yes. I loved I loved that series. Um, I have read them yet. I wanted the Hasbro uh, Transformers DeLorean toy that was like uh, an exclusive, uh-huh. but it sold out so goddamn fast that I couldn't get my hands on it. Which that's a whole other subject about <laughs> toy collecting that I don't need to get into right that's now. A I get very angry. Different episode. It's a totally different episode. Um. <laughs> But this episode, man, we're talking about the weirdest comic book crossovers. Let's get right into it. Yes. Main event time, boys and girls. Bracket number one, brought to us by Built Bar. Of course, head over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code ProfessionalCasual, all one word, at checkout, and you can get yourself 10% off your first order. I Love Bill Bar. Uh, they have been saving my life in the mornings um, when I need something quick to just shove in my stomach. I They have crazy new flavors. They just did this whole rebranding. They got a whole bunch of different stuff to offer. Go check it out. Get the sample pack. It gets, You get one of every flavor that they have. They're really, really good. Even ones that I didn't think I would like. They had a carin- uh, carrot cake walnut one, and I'm not a big carrot cake guy. Uh, I actually ended up liking on, it. I was surprised. It's carrot cake for me. I'm not big because yeah, the almonds. I, I don't like the almonds. That's, that's okay. I can I can me. get that. Yeah, yeah, I can get behind that. Um, but definitely go check it out. Of course, promo code professional casual, all one word at checkout. Our first bracket, Mr. Gennaro. We're coming in hot and spicy, baby. Yeah, you are. We've got, we've got, woohoo! We've got. I would argue the craziest crossover of all eight. Okay. And one that I did not, when I was researching this, shout out to my research team doing all the work for me. <laughs> they said, Big Chuck, you're not, you're not going to believe this. Yeah, except for Timothy. Fuck that guy. He can't even get the horn right. I don't put him on job duty and research duty anymore. That's it. Um, Predator versus, versus Archie from Archie Comics. A absolute what now i thought to myself how the hell are they gonna do this right how the hell is this going to work archie a good you know all around beloved holly jolly you know lawful good character and the predator is gonna show up an alien who who we know schwartzy knows very well Right, yes. like, like, like he was terrified. Yeah, exactly, and he's absolutely terrified at the idea that he's going to go after Archie. This crossover is absolutely wild. There's people getting decapitated in this thing. <laughs> three, three people specifically get 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 decapitated, and of course, this whole thing kind of happens because, if I'm not mistaken, from the research, Betty and Veronica fall in love with Predator. Okay, or vice so, versa. So, um, I, I this is a comic I have not read. Uh, I've known okay. about for some time, um, and I want to, I want to point out that it did get a sequel. 
Like, oh my there was god! A, there was an Archie vs Predator two that came out um, just last year. Like this first, okay, the first Archie vs Predator came out in 2015, and then the sequel came out last year or into early this year. Um, and I say that because, like I said, I didn't read it, but I did look at what happens, and Archie is. Spoiler alert for everybody, and that's if you ever listen to comic comic book rundown, it's what we do. We spoil all the time, so um, it's just in my nature. It's true. Um, spoiler alert: Predator kills Archie. Yep. And then Betty and Veronica somehow convince the Predator to turn into Archie, and then they fall in love with that one. I I think right. Which so. in the first in the first one <laughs> that's that's the first he, one yeah that's all the that's first the one. first one that's that's the first one yeah. because they build an Archie robot one of like uh, Archie's friends builds an Archie robot to fight him and then they just pretend like that's Archie it is it is it's absolutely bonkers. insane it's it's a bonkers <laughs> it's a bonkers issue if you have not checked it out definitely go look look it all up. Archie versus Predator, but it's going up against... Okay, I'm a little mad about this one. This one got me salty when I was researching it. <laughs> okay. It is Punisher and Eminem. The rapper, not the chocolate. Um, this was a... A deal that Marvel worked out with Double XL Magazine. For those who you don't know who, what Double XL Magazine is, um, it is a hip hop lifestyle, like music industry, uh, big time uh, magazine. That that's that's what it is. They they cover like the world of hip hop, right? Um, and they wanted to do this like weird Marvel crossover. So who do you send? Of course, you send the Punisher, right? Like the one, the one guy who. Well, but if if you, if you think about it, and I'm nothing, nothing. Like it makes Eminem. sense. Like yeah, I get it. It makes sense. Yeah, you've got the it Punisher, makes sense. who is you know Frank Castle. He is hardened by the streets because his family was killed. So naturally. Mm-hmm. You're going to send them up, you know, with this other musician who is hardened by the streets because Detroit. Um, yeah. And you imagine- <laughs> that's all you got to just because Detroit. <laughs> just Detroit. <laughs> um, so you, you put them, it just makes sense that they would they'd go together. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, OK, I, I am willing. I love pro wrestling. I'm willing to suspend my belief. Okay, I can believe that Punisher had to show up in Detroit, but this is actually up on uh, Marvel Unlimited's app. This, yeah, this that's title. Punisher. Yeah, yeah, yep. It's still up on there. Uh, which shout out to the uh, to the Professional Casual Network. Tim went on vacation, didn't give me the password, so I had to sign up for it myself and pay with it for my own money. Ooh. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate that one. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, actually, I just did it myself. I just, yeah, actually, I have. Well, here's the thing. So I haven't read comics in a while, and I'm getting to go back and actually yes. like just see all those things that I have been getting so into, like so many titles, uh, yeah, mainly you- Ghostwriter. I said you've hit me up so, for some Ghost Rider stories, and I think I've. Yeah. I hope I sent you in the right direction for those. Because you Ghost did, Rider and they were great. Okay. I say he's not one of the yeah, ones that I don't read. So, 
Right. They were all really good. And Cosmic Ghost Rider. I'm going to go on record right now. You go star at issue 12 Thanos Wins. Uh, <laughs> Thanos Wins is what it's called. Yes. It's the Thanos comic, issue 12. Read that and then go right into the Cosmic Ghost Rider. It has been a goddamn trip. Yeah, I have um, loved every second of it. Yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about all of what you it's, just said. So it's so yeah, it was so good. Going. Anyway, back. I, but it works. It works out well because the Punisher is involved in that storyline. Yes, he is. Punisher is actually oh. Punisher is one of my favorite comics. Okay, uh, one of my favorite comic characters. One of my favorite comics because he's just a dude, man. He's just a dude with a fucking purpose and a gun. You know what I mean? He doesn't have superpowers, and he there is a there's a comic arc where Wolverine, uh, Wolverine, Spider Man, and Daredevil team up to try to take him down because they're like he's he's wreaking too much fucking havoc um which one of my favorite clip one of my favorite panels is wolverine is trying to jump from one building to another because he sees punisher and punisher just shoots a goddamn rpg at him and blows the entire <laughs> bottom part of it and it just then cuts to to wolverine sitting in a tub drinking bourbon waiting for his body to regenerate and he's just like i'm gonna kill that son of a bitch i'm gonna murder him like i just absolutely love it and That's of course actually um, makes sense yeah yeah and uh, one of my other favorite things from like that whole like uh, Punisher Wolverine feud is when uh, Wolverine runs over, uh, or no, Punisher runs over Wolverine with a steamroller and just parks it on top of him, <laughs> and he's just like he's just like re- you know regenerate that dick and like just walks away and it's like it's so good it's some of my favorite stuff. Um, and the and they, they, they all have yeah. amazing. Oh, dude, it's it's so it's oh. Oh, yeah, chef yeah. kiss so fucking good what i don't like is i did check this i did check this issue out because i was like eh, you know i'm i'm i like eminem he was all right i love punisher the punisher gets knocked out unconscious by eminem in a fist fight huh i i stopped reading it because i was like no that- no no no, that did not just happen. Because that would never happen. Well, in the in the world, okay, in the history so, of any universe. So you 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 just mentioned a little bit ago how you got in the comics around Civil War, or you got back in the comics around Civil War. I right. just reread Civil War not too long ago. Another podcast I listened to, they did a uh, you know read along with that story mm-hmm. arc. So I reread it. Punisher is getting his ass beat by Captain America. And right. he is still conscious the entire time. Yeah, the entire and time. You're telling me, uh huh? Slim Shady, Slim Shady, the real Slim Shady, the real Slim Mind Shady. You, he is, the, he is the real Slim Shady, but he's still Slim Shady. Is he? Did did he stand up? I mean, did did the real Slim Shady stand up? Um, more often than not, there's a lot imitating, but he did, and he was the only one. Okay, anyway, who stood sorry. up? Yeah, um, sorry. <laughs> uh, you're telling me that he, Slim Shady, knocked out the Punisher. This, yeah, knocks, this, knocks this, him out unconscious. This, this, um, um, army. I think he was mm-hmm. a. Uh, he was a. I believe he was a marine. Thank you. Sorry, a yep. marine, ex marine, but still right. a marine. Yep. Also with, you know, a bunch of fucking muscles on top of muscles. Um, right. The, yeah, more, no. Most importantly, the man who killed Stiltman. 
You know what I mean? Like, like oh, yeah, he, I forgot is, about that. he is. Yeah, he's the man who kills Stiltman, and Stiltman is still dead. Um, so like, I, it's funny because we we covered Stiltman in the Daredevil uh, comic not too long ago, and God, he was annoying. Oh, he's the worst. He's the yeah. worst, and well, they killed him off, and they've the, actually... I don't know about the worst. Well, we, we, that, that's okay. a whole other Elite I mean, we could do. Yeah, already. that's a whole other Elite showdown. Yeah. Uh, but, but, is the worst, uh, and he also died from an RPG. Uh, <laughs> you know... If, Perfect. If Punisher needs to finish somebody, it's just RPGs to the I mean, face. It makes, um, it makes the most sense. Yeah, because uh, famously, there's the uh, the funeral for Stiltman at a bar that uh, Punisher is the bartender for and blows it up at, at the very end of it. And it's fucking amazing. He takes out so many of these like C-list villains that showed up. God, I love it. Um, but, Mr. Gennaro, you got to pick a winner here. I would hope that this is not hard. I mean, this is pretty... For me, it's pretty easy. And that yeah. is... Uh, pause for dramatic effects. Uh, no, Archie and Predator. <laughs> Archie and Predator, of course, is going to move on. Fuck Eminem. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I say that in the nicest way possible because I actually do enjoy some of his music, especially in no, his early years. Yeah, but exactly. that means bracket number two, Mr. Gennaro. Brought to us by Skillshare.com. Of course, if you want to learn any type of skill, craft, or trade, head over to Skillshare.com. Use the link in the description of this podcast episode. You'll get two months free. You can learn how to draw comics, write your own comics, produce your own comics, um, how to fold origami from a comic book uh, page. If you want, whatever it is, maybe you're as mad that the Punisher got knocked out by Eminem and you want to write your own fan fiction that fixes that. Go over to sure that's out there somewhere. Oh, it's, it's better. It goddamn better be. Or it's about to get written from by me. Head over to Skillshare.com. Use our link below. All of the editors here at the Professional Casual Network learned how to edit from Skillshare.com. Again, use our link in this uh, episode description. Bracket number two, Mr. Gennaro. It is actually, okay, it's like my second favorite team up because when I when I had the research team look into this, I was like, there's no way in hell this is good. And they're like, Big Chuck, this is fucking amazing. You're not going to believe this. And I was like, okay, okay. It is Batman and Elmer Fudd from the Looney Tunes. This is actually an old Batman bracket uh, yes, because it's good. Yeah, it, and I didn't, uh, I didn't mean to do that on purpose, but it, you know, I do kind of like the idea that there isn't going to be two Batmans. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably in the, better that way. In the, honestly, yeah, in the finals, but it's going up against uh, an actual series that I did. I read the first issue, maybe two issues of, um, and then I don't remember why. I think my comic store stopped carrying it or something. Batman. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which happened just recently, um, uh, within like the 2016, I think. Uh, I want to say 2007 because there's been three of them. There's been three. Right, uh, right. There's been three. I've got, I've got and read two of them. I feel like I read mm -hmm. the third one. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, uh, I want to say 2016, 2017, something like that. So yeah, it was somewhere around there. Um, but so the let's let's talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ones first. Um, it's pretty it's pretty 
pretty easy, pretty mundane. Um, essentially, Shredder shows up uh, and he works out a deal with Ra's al Ghul, combining the foot That's the first one. with... Okay. Yeah, combining the foot with uh, the League of Assassins, uh, and then we find out that Shredder has given the ooze to all of the like villains in in Gotham. Yes, and because of that, we get the animalistic versions of some really crazy characters. It was a little messed up. Not gonna lie. It was a it was a little strange, and that's that was the beauty of it, right? We got the fox, uh, Riddler as a fox. We got Joker as a hyena, which makes sense. We yeah. got uh, yeah, which makes sense. Uh, even the fox, right? Yeah, like no, Sly yeah, as they a both fox. Make sense. Yeah, um, I, I think the most adorable Mister Freeze as a polar bear uh, was like <laughs> was kind of my favorite. Uh, and then Bane is like an elephant. I think he was either an elephant or a rhino. I think it was an elephant. I, yeah, because yeah, I think it, yeah. He was, yeah, he was I think a, he was an giant beast of a thing. Um, right. Yeah. Back from that commercial break, um, we are we are talking about Batman Elmer Fudd. So I was expecting it to be Batman going into the Looney Tunes universe, right? That was what made more sense to me. We've seen com you know, we have the 1966 Adam West Batman comic. Um that very campy over the over the top goofy cartoon esque, uh, or in some cases very cartoon, um, and we've seen Batman so many times. Bat, you know uh, the Super Friends. Um, he does a ton of crossovers. He was on Scooby Doo and Friends all the time. Batman and Robin. God, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, so so good. So I mean, it's no whole Harlan Gotrotter is good, but it was good. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that was always the best. But I never thought in a million years we would see Elmer Fudd end up in Gotham. And you might be thinking like, well, he probably looked like a cartoon character and that looked ridiculous. No, they 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 make him look like just not like a normal dude because he still looked like a guy who was going hunting. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, he, he still had his hat. He still he had like yep. a big forehead. Uh, yep. I don't think I don't think he had his rifle. Uh, he does have his rifle does he still. Have his rifle? Yes, because he is a bounty hunter, like headhunter, whose weapon of choice is a double barrel shotgun. Okay. Which is like Not gonna lie, super been, fucking wild. It's been a year or two since I read it, so I, I can't recall. I don't I don't know if he uses it all that much. Okay. But he just, definitely has it. So I just remember him being at a bar. Yep. And I believe that the if you remember I mean, it's in the bar itself is other Looney Tunes characters. Yes. But they are all humanized. Like, I think. Right. They're all humanized I feel characters. Like, I feel like maybe Bugs was the bartender. I Is that right? I think I'm, Bugs is there. I just don't I, remember if he was the bartender Bugs was or not. there. I feel like Bugs was the guy that Elmer was hunting. Like, was like with a bounty. Maybe you know, it was you out for. Right. That, um, that honestly would make the most sense. Yeah, because if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I believe Sylvester was the bartender. Okay, was like the reference was the reference they were making, and I know Daffy's in there someplace as well. Yeah, um, and it was, it, so it was so weird to see it all though, you know, like just it's weird yeah. to see all the characters, these characters that right. we normally see a duck or a rabbit, or I think that the Spike the bulldog was just these, yep. like people. Yeah, they were just like bar. normal dudes, but you could still tell it was them. Yeah, they you had characteristics. I mean? like, <laughs> right, like like Spike was this big, burly guy. 
Yep. You know, in in the bar. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh, and it was, and it's like it's actually regarded as being one of the best. It was crossovers. amazing. Um, because they yeah. did a, uh, they did the whole like slew of comics with Hanna Barbera, like Catwoman. Yep. Uh, did a crossover with Tweety Bird. Um, I think uh, uh, the Green Lantern, I believe, did a crossover with Marvin the Martian. I believe. I yep. can't really remember that one. But yeah, like just, they had a whole like, I think like eight issues where it's just one character and another character. Boom, mm-hmm. here you go. Like, and they were yep. a, a few of them were okay. Some of them were fine. But the Elmer and Elmer Fudd and, and Batman, dude. Right. I remember it. I remember going to my comic shop, and it sold out. Like immediately. Yeah. Like I had to read it I when mean, it came to a trade. Right. And you know, I mean, you would not think a title that has Elmer Fudd is like one of the main characters selling out. Right. But man, it did. It you know? was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And the uh the writer for it ended up winning like best writer of the year, um, like award. Not and not necessarily because he was writing Batman at that time anyway. And I, for the life of me, cannot now remember the research team. Was it Tom King? Uh, Yeah, it was Tom King. It was Tom King. Thank you. Uh, See, we need to hire you for the research team. Um, But (laughs) we, yeah, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. But we have a Batman versus Batman situation. It's Elmer Fudd, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mr. Gennaro. Who's moving on, man? Who's going on to the semifinals? So this one's a little tricky because, like I said, the Elmer Fudd and Batman were was amazing. Um, But the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman, um, it it was inevitably going to happen because if you think, like I said earlier, I read the crossover with Batman and Daredevil. Well, as everybody knows, the the ooze that created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, was what blinded Matt Murdock to become Daredevil. So so it was almost inevitable that they were going to meet at some point in time. So the weirdest one's got to be Elmer Fudd and Batman. That moves on. Elmer, Elmer Fudd and Batman moving on. And I, I completely agree. Uh, bracket number three. Brought to us by ProfessionalCasual.com. Of course, head over there. You can check out the store tab and the giveaways tab uh, and see all the other stuff. Plus, all the other shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Bracket number three. Uh, two two that I was kind of like, meh, okay. Um, we have Star Trek. Star Trek. I'm sorry. Star, <laughs> sorry, Jordan. Because I because I know he's a Trekkie. Um, Star Trek Depends going the up track, against. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, anyway. um, uh, going up against Legion of Superheroes. A nice little team up that they had there. Um, they're facing the Outsiders and a bit of a wild card. Bit of a bit of a dark horse. But interesting enough, John Walsh, who was famous for hosting America's Most Wanted for many, many, many years, um, bringing in an endless amount of criminals. Um, Let's talk about Star Trek Legion of Superheroes. Um, So this was interesting because they take place one. uh, So the Star Trek that I believe was based off the Kirk. Uh, Captain yeah, Kirk era. That's been most of the Star Trek comics has been the Kirk Spock right. era of, of Star Trek. Right. 
Um, so that would have taken place in the 23rd century. Yeah. The Legion of Superheroes happens in the 31st century. Yes. So we would have had to have some type of either dimension jump or time travel or whatever. Um, and the series actually is kind of interesting because the villain from um, from Legion of Superheroes who creates like essentially a mirror universe with uh, with Star Trek in the 23rd century. And that's how they kind of brought this crossover together because he was the same villain in the 23rd century for Star Trek as he was at the same time, I guess for the, for the Legion of superheroes and created like a mirror universe. And that's how they kind of come together. You know what that's called, right? That, uh, what that, would that be called? Mr. Gennaro? That'd be called comic book logic. You just go with it. What? <laughs> Look at that. You know, that's why we brought you on. That's why <laughs> That's we brought why. you on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, specifically, just that one point. Well, you can leave now. Okay. Uh, hey, nice, nice to meet you all. Hey, see you later. But I find I found this like kind of interesting because like it seems like a kind of a normal mashup, right? It seems like something that would happen. Uh, the Legion of Superheroes, of course, is just kind of like a random group of guys from the looks of it. Like there was nobody notable really in that group uh, from what okay. I could tell. OK, I mean, there 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 is. I'm well, you know, is there, oh, so is there anybody? Is it better to call you get, get a little Bernstein offended here? But uh, no, no, there, there's, there's <laughs> well, some. OK, but then again, but I'm, again, I've also have the knowledge somebody right. that you wouldn't like have you ever have you ever heard of uh, uh saturn girl lightning lad or um shit what's the other one Ooh, you know what you know not. what never mind i i take back what i said because <laughs> even i can't fucking remember <laughs> um but like that's like that's the point right Correct, like it yeah. was a group of like specific cosmic board like, got it sorry there you go sorry we, we got it we got it everybody but like I didn't like Batman wasn't a part of it. Superman wasn't yeah, part of that group. You correct. know what I mean? Like these weren't. Ma- I should remember for a second. They weren't mainstream characters. They they weren't they the weren't, ones. They weren't the ones people knew. These were right, these exactly. were individuals that the, the whole point of Legion of Superheroes, which makes sense for why they would be teamed up with Star Trek. Legion of Superheroes is a group of. I mean, they're aliens. They're 31st century so by that time uh all of the planets have been inhabited they're all they all have beings on them they all come together and form a group that will uh traverse the universe and basically help when needed so they're they're a group of people from different planets different races different backgrounds that form together to create one team similar to how Star Trek is they're they're people and aliens from different parts of the galaxy that come together on aboard a ship and they now they're they're you know uh, traveling space to you know search and record uh, just other and, and meet new people, new meet new beings, and inevitably you somehow get Kirk banging some alien chick. So 
I'm not against it. That's totally fine. That's just that's Kirk. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's Kirk. Yeah. So you know, I'll just say I fucking I fucking hate Kirk. uh, Mainly, uh, completely because of the Kobayashi Maru. Like, like, ah, I just hate the idea that like that he can't just accept the fact that he's a fucking failure and he has to goddamn cheat to fix it. Uh, I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But I just fucking hate him. Tell us how you really feel. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, just, I no, just you can, you fucking can. hate it. No, I'm trying to remember because, um, I mean, that was obviously in the movies. Uh, well, right. in the more recent Abrams movies. Was that anything in the actual series? I, I don't remember. I remember the that being a, pro, a part of the original at some point, but I don't think it was yeah. as big of yeah, a yeah. part. Oh, so uh, he, did, they, he did I, cheat in, in the I, original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, uh, in the original, he... he Re- he reset the program so he could complete it. Okay. Um. Yeah. I I believe that is part of the original because that's where okay. it comes from. Because it's it's uh if because if I remember correctly, uh Shatner gets really fucking weird in this like monologue and it's like a really weird side of Kirk we hadn't seen before and then they just never do a payoff for it you know like they never come back to this um well, at, whole at, least thing. They so, do, at least they they touch on it and make a payoff of it of Kirk and him or uh, Spock and Kirk like going at odds in the Abrams right come on right like at least they at least they had a payoff yeah for so. it but it's going up against the outsiders and John Walsh. Now, this is kind of like a weird. I think this is just weird because, like, of all people, it's John Walsh. Yeah. Like, not a guy that I would that I would think would pop up into comics. But uh, to kind of explain what this was, uh, the Outsiders, led by uh, Nightwing, um, an entire group of guys who kind of just all know Batman, uh, Basically, need yeah. help. So. Yeah, need help trying to track down a sex trafficking ring. Um, why would they not just call Batman the greatest so, detective? I, I I have to ask um, because I think when the, when I w- I first saw the bracket, I was thinking it was in the nineties when this book came out. Do you by chance know exactly when? Because I don't if was, remember if it was led by Nightwing, that would lead me to believe that it was in the 2000s, which means they didn't call Batman because Nightwing had a complex where, well, I don't need daddy to, to bail me out. Um, but if it was in the okay. 80s, if it was in the 80s, 90s, uh, right. Batman would have been leading the team at the time. Right, so, and it's it's definitely it is definitely Nightwing that's okay, leading so that, the team. That's, so two thousands, so it definitely right. had to have been. I don't need Daddy's and, help to to finish right. to solve this crime. Um, so I can so I can kind of understand why he didn't. But so he goes to John Walsh, yeah, for help, and John Walsh comes in as like this detective to help him, and um, he they they have technology that's. A little bit more advanced, obviously, because, you know, comic they're logic. superheroes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Comic logic um, where they can lift fingerprints from a glass that's like been washed hundreds of times. And they're able to get the fingerprints of like the guy that they need to, to find. And John Walsh like helps them do this. If you have this technology, why would you not share it with the police? You know what I mean? Like, why would you not share it with the detectives? Because John Walsh even apparently makes this comment of like, uh, 
you know, well, that glass is that glass has been washed so many times. We'll never be able to get fingerprints up off of it. And they're and they're all like kind of douchey or just like, well, we have technology that's better than police stuff. <laughs> no problem. Just give us like five minutes. And they're able to like lift this like fingerprint up off. Uh, we, are we not going to we're not going to uh, point out that. There are probably hundreds of other people's fingerprints. Yeah, um, thank you. As, like, as how well, are you able to find this one? Also, well, maybe, maybe, maybe um, 80 of those hundred fingerprints were all criminals. And this it's is also just, possible. This is just the one they needed. And they're going to go after the other 80 or 79, like some other time. Right. <laughs> like, Which is like, fuck? it's it, it, it's interesting. And it may like. It's cool that they brought in John Walsh, yes. right? Because like John Walsh for a long time, like was like he's a, like he is a staple for justice. Like he's a guy who just wants justice. Um, his his uh, for those of you who don't know the story of John Walsh, John Walsh, I believe, may have been a detective or, or a cop or something whose wife and child um, are taken from him in, in a in a crime. I'm pretty sure um, it was just his son. I think it was his son. Was it just his son? Okay, sure I wasn't sure if it was just his son or or if it also was his wife. Because I know I do know his wife does pass away. Yeah. Um, so I well, wasn't sure if it was the same time. I'm pretty sure he's passed away recently, didn't he? Uh, he double checking that because I honestly I thought he passed away not too long ago. He he may have. I know that I know that recently the show ended, but he did have another show. I think it's on like True or something like that. I stand corrected. But he he passed- is still alive. Okay, he's still alive. Yeah. Um, so it was, years old. Yeah. man. That, he's, yeah, good for he's him. He's still there. doing it. Like I say, he still has a show. Um, it's essential. It is essentially just uh, America's Most Wanted. Yeah. Uh, redone, and it's on. Um, I believe it's on True TV now. It's either True sense. TV or Ion. Yeah. Um, but they bring John Walsh in, uh, of course, like a, a, just a staple, an American icon that he is. Um, he's helped solve hundreds of thousands of crimes um, teaming up with this comic. Mr. Gennaro, we've got Star Trek Legion of Superheroes. We've got Outsiders, John Walsh. What is moving on to the semifinals? So the weirdest one in this bracket has got to be the Outsiders and John Walsh. Um, Star, Trek, Star Trek and Legionnaire and Legion of Superheroes. It makes sense. They're both in outer yep. space. They're both in the future. That, uh, like I said earlier, they're bound to meet up at some point, comic logic wise. But yeah, no, the Outsiders and, and John Walsh. That that's that's moving on. It's 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 got, it's it's, got to. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It's got to. Bracket number four, brought to us by patreon.com slash professional casual, where you can head over there. We've got bonus episodes. We've got like a hundred other damn things. And most importantly, what is blowing up right now? We've got a Discord that I believe you can get into for just $1 a month. Uh, the Discord over there for the other shows, not uh, um, Lead 8 Showdown necessarily, but the other shows is super hot. If you are super into the other shows like Grim Podcast of Paris Adventures or Dark Omens, um, the other RPG uh, podcast that we run here, uh, that po- those are blowing up and people are going crazy over there and they absolutely love it. So... For one dollar a month, baby, you get all you get vlogs, you get Danny's blogs, you get my videos uh, and every all the additional content, everything for one dollar a month and more tiers. You get more access to what we do on this show. So go ahead, go over, check it out. Maybe give us just a dollar a month. That's all we ask for our 
Harder. Tim would love to get paid at some point. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, head maybe you just stop taking his paycheck, but, but that's not the no, question. No, 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 That's a work expense. All right. Um, bracket number four. Uh, kind of an interesting, kind of a fun bracket. This one's, we uh, have, yeah. 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 This is DC crossing over with the Colonel. That's Colonel Sanders from Kentucky Fried chicken but it's going up against uh spider-man and the cast of the show jesse which i have now learned from you a disney show for kids yes for like uh for like young kids um let's let's talk about jesse really quick because i don't know a ton about it i also there isn't a ton to talk about it um but essentially spider-man um jesse is this character who is a like a girl from small town Texas who moves to New York City. Um, she becomes to, a, she becomes a nanny of this like rich family. I'm gonna say family because basically she's nanny is a, a loose term because they have a butler. So I don't really know if nanny. She's basically the live-in um, watcher the, of the kids. She's the handler. Yeah, Kinda. she's the handler. Um, yeah, pretty much. Because yeah. all the kids are adopted. Yes. By this really. It's like if Daddy Warbucks wanted to just adopt the entire orphanage and then was just like, I don't want to take, actually be responsible for these kids. I only did it for the publicity. I'm going to hire somebody to take care of them. That would be Jesse. That's essentially what she uh, has done. Um, apparently, it's a it's a great show. Yeah, it was a fun show. Like my daughter used to watch it uh, when she was younger, and obviously, if my daughter was watching it, I was in the room with her watching it. It was uh, it was a really really fun, really cute show. Um, the <laughs> the butler was hilarious. Um, I can't remember his the 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 actor's name, but I know I've seen him. Oh. Um, the one thing I remember him from, and this is this is a deep pull. Uh, do you remember Die Hard with a Vengeance? Uh, I do vividly. Yes. So the I believe he was the cop that was trying to disarm the bomb. Oh, in, at shit. the school. OK, that's that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. butler. He is the butler. Oh, dang. Wow. That is so, a deep cut. Holy yeah, crap. OK. Um, wow. But yeah, there's like, like two people that listen to the show that are going to get that. And one of them sitting right here. <laughs> and I think when Tim edits, he's going to go, oh, shit, no way. And then like, look it up because yeah. uh, that's the only two people who are going to get that reference. But yeah, that is. Yeah, no, that, I don't know why that just popped in my head. Like I was watching. I was watching Die Hard with Vengeance at one point in time and just he shows up just whatever in, in the police station and then later on at the school. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's wait a minute. So, yeah, it just it's out there. Uh, but he he plays the butler on the show. It's pretty hilarious. At one point, uh, Bertram is his name. He falls in love with a coffee maker um, that one of the kids is also using because he needed to pass Spanish. So the coffee maker was teaching him Spanish. And so then there was like this inadvertence uh, uh, Telemundo love triangle going on between the three of them. It was really weird. (laughs) Um, That's really fucking weird. Uh, but yeah, but the, like they they had a special um, a couple years back where the cast came on the ultimate Spider-Man TV show cartoon TV show uh, where they were in this museum looking at because uh, one of the kids, I can't remember his name, but he was like a super geek, like 
super nerd and everything, just super smart. And so they went to this museum, Jesse and the kids did. And then the museum gets um, uh, taken over by a villain. I can't remember what villain. And Spider-Man comes in and the Jesse and and crew help out Spider-Man to stop the villain from getting whatever... You know, museum display he was trying to get, and Bob's your uncle. Everything's great, right? Um, and I believe it was the Halloween episode because they were all dressed uh, in costumes, and they kind of end up getting powers based on the like the people that they were dressed as, or, or, or something to that effect. Because one of the weird kind of crossover things that had happened was one of them was dressed like Doc Ock, which because this takes place in uh in new york city therefore like spider-man exists they know that doc ock is a murderous criminal <laughs> why would you want to dress like that like that's this is like super well, that'd be like us dressing as like hey i'm going as a uh, jeffrey dahmer for halloween this year like i mean it's like, as a as a child it's like kind of weird right you, like you, you as, you an joke adult, about, as a child yes um but you joke yeah. about jeffrey dahmer my girlfriend would be probably be into that so, okay, I mean that's I mean yeah my the, my ex she loves the true crime and all that. Uh, that's fair. I had an ex that would fall asleep to the uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, like Netflix documentary, and I was just like, "That's fucking weird, dude." Like I know yeah. you're into I I know you're into this, but like the fact that this relaxes you makes so, me no. a little worried to be dating <laughs> it's you. Funny, it's funny you say that. My girlfriend just showed me a uh, a TikTok where some similar. She puts on some like murder documentary and she's goes to sleep while her boyfriend or husband or whatever is laying in bed already trying to sleep. And he wakes up to and then he peeled off the skin. He's just like, what the f***? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's it was it was really fucking weird. Uh, shout you know shout out to my ex. I, <laughs> right, but hey, so it was so, it was it was real. Yeah, okay. let's just put it that way. So, yeah. so tell me about uh, uh, DC and the KFC thing because this is one I do I'm not aware of. Boy, okay. So there, this was a span. This was an annual issue that got released over three years. That was a Comic Con exclusive. That maybe why um, I don't know it. Okay, right. But because it was a promotional. It's still free and you can find it, I believe, on the D. It's either the KFC website or the DC website. I don't remember. Uh, but it is for free on the uh, on the interwebs. You can find it uh, legally. I should say you can find it legally on the on the web. Um, Colonel Sanders in three different s- series um, goes up against. Uh, well, he he gets a, he is given a uh, lantern ring. Uh, in one of them this is this is the one i looked into the green lantern ring where he battles i'm sure i'm going to butcher this he kind of goes up against no oh okay uh the orange lantern oh um fabliz now i'm it's okay it's something it's something like that Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So he goes up against them because the ring is completely based around um, envy and jealousy. Yes. Right. And the way he defeats him is by convincing him to go to outer space, open his own chain of KFC restaurants um, so he could eat all the fried chicken that he wants. Uh, uh, what? What? 
Yeah, I was like, wait, hold on, what? And I'm just like reading it, and of course, like, the weird part is, is he has the ring, so there's like this shot of Colonel Sanders with the ring uh, that's glowing green, but it has like a KFC bucket, <laughs> and, and he just like looks at Green Lantern and goes, I'm gonna do this my way, which is kind of like, uh, like kind of like the McDonald's slogan, so I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> and then Green Lantern, Green Lantern just goes, yeah, I kind of figured. Like, I don't know why I thought that was so funny to me, <laughs> but I just, yeah, I just saw that and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, there's, so there's three crossovers. There's the Green Lantern one. I believe there's another one with the Flash, uh, and then there's uh, maybe a maybe a Batman one too or, or something. It's over three years. Like yeah. I said, you can definitely check them out. I checked out the Green Lantern one. It it is actually really, really good. That's I highly awesome. recommend looking into that it. That is awesome. Um but I mean the weirdest between Jesse and Spider-Man, uh aka the reason why all the neckbeards were gonna get really angry when Disney bought Marvel, right? Um yeah. having the like the kitty cute stuff crossing over because comic books can't be kitty you know kitty q it's only for men um and it has to be bloody and it has to be sexually uh, explicit and you can't have cuteness clearly mm, um which somebody, even though which even though i think it was a cartoon i don't think this happened in the comics yeah you know what i mean it's so like, a cartoon yeah um, yeah yeah and 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 also you know like fuck those guys you know what i mean yeah, like we're, uh, we're we're out of the 90s like seriously guys get the fuck just, yeah like 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 fucking shut the fuck up yeah you know uh yeah shut up Dan, Dan is a you fucking Iceman lover, you know. <laughs> uh, but it's going up against the Colonel and DC. Someone's got to move on to the semifinals. I, yeah, this Janeiro. Who's it going to be? This one's a little tough um, because I, I. Well, th- this is the weirdest team ups. Right. Correct. This is the weirdest team ups. I, I hate. To, to say it because it seems like a DC property has moved on in every single one of these but I did like the Spider-Man and Jesse like it just when I watched it it made sense the DC and KFC that's so weird like it's it's so, it's so weird it's just so I, good okay yeah so yeah DC KFC like that, that there you go on. we got it baby boom we're going on to the semi-finals Brought to us uh, by Comic Book Rundown. Hey, we'll be sending you your bill. Yeah, we'll be sending you your bill in the mail. Uh, Comic Book Rundown, of course, go over, check out. So I found you guys through Wreck My Podcast, though I don't like giving them the credit. Um, That's fair. uh, Yeah, uh, but I found you through Comic. uh, I found you through uh, Wreck My Podcast. I jumped on when you guys did the Boom Studios Power Rangers. Uh, series. Yes. Which I am a huge Power Rangers fan and I love that crossover. Or not crossover. I love that series. Well, you say you you said crossover. They actually did the crossover with Justice League. With Teenage Mutant. Oh, they did oh, and, a crossover with Justice League. Ninja Turtles, yeah. And Teenage Mutant Ninja yes. Turtles. Right. Yeah, that so, was still um, going on. Yeah. yeah. That is, uh, and it's really good too. It's yeah. really, it's really. I haven't really, read uh, that one yet. I read the Justice League one, but I haven't read the TMNT yet. I liked, I liked the Justice League one. I thought it was really good. Um, yeah. But I like, I just like that original, that original arc. They did, they, they matured it up, right? Like they took yes. a seriousness, uh, w- which is something that I have been wanting 
for as long as I can remember as of being a Power Rangers fan, especially Mighty Morphin, um, that Dude, more serious been, tone. So I've been rewatching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, recently. I finally I'm like just into season two. Uh, oh, oh, man. Season season two is rough. When Zed came in, Lord yep. Zed and everything just kind of changed. And yeah, oh boy. Right. So that was see, I love the history of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because that was when all the backstage drama and, and, and crazy things were going on. Yes. Yes. And like all the insanity and like people leaving the show for like various reasons, um, like Billy, uh, Billy, who was, an, uh, you know, an openly gay guy. <gasps> gets sent to a, like a scared straight camp by the producers in the show. And he comes back and he's just like, uh, that didn't work. I'm going to sue you for, if you guys just don't accept me. And they were just like, okay, okay, we're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Which yeah. was like the, yeah, the wild, like the wildest, all the drama that went on. Um, they really start chopping up that show, reusing footage, really trying to keep as much of them not, or, or it was really just Tommy and Kimberly. A lot of the time. Yes, they, they focus on them. Well, then and then once um, Zach, Jason and Trini left, they, they got the whole new group. And like and I, I just found out recently why those actors left. Apparently it was a contract dispute. Like they wanted more money, which I don't blame them. Um, so uh, like, I, no, no, the show, the show was gangbusters. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was it was making so much money and there was a lot of issues like they weren't getting royalties for their likeness in action figures and things okay. like that. Yeah. So like th- that was also one of the reasons why they left. And I, I frankly don't fucking blame them at all. Oh, yeah, you know no, what no, I mean? No. Which is interesting um, because, you know, they left in the show, got new cast members in in the comics like they made a whole thing about when they left and why they left. Uh, I don't know if you've read those or not. Um I may I think I was just getting to that point and I and I kind of cut off from it. Okay, they became what they are called Omega Rangers, which are rangers that go all over the universe versus just being on Earth. So like they took they took a tragedy, which yes, on the show, and made it into plausible in the comics, which is amazing. Right. It was super smart. It was super smart because like they ended up like the ways that they like kind of wrote characters off was I think Kimberly like joins the Peace Corps. So she leaves. Um, Jason. No, that was that was was, uh, Jason, Zach and Trini. They joined the Peace Corps. Those are the first. Okay, they were the first three that left. Uh, And then who was next one to leave? Um, I think Kimberly. Yeah, Kimberly was next one to leave. I cannot remember why she like what they said she I don't re- it may have been a gymnast thing that I, they like I wrote seemed it. like it had to uh, yeah like maybe going for the olympics or, or something like that something because it, it was like the end that of came season, out or mid, middle of season three or something like that right and they because bring then, in cat yep cat became new yep. pink who was yep a, a villain that turned good just like tommy so obviously yep, tommy and cat got attracted to each other shocker right um yeah yeah who would have guessed that <laughs> Then when they became young and going through time, uh, Aisha left, gave it to her past ancestor or whatever. And then she came forward when they did the 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 Zio. Like it was a whole thing. And it was it it was wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, uh, Power Ranger logic, right? Like it, it's it it works yeah, it, it works. works out in the end. Yeah, but we're not talking about that right got, now. Uh, right, uh, enough of this Power Ranger talk. That's a whole other episode. Uh, That's actually a but, new podcast I'll be on at some point in time. I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. No, yeah, seriously, okay. I'm Fantastic. actually going to be. Yeah, I'll talk, I'll talk to you about. It. Okay, that's good. I will. I will. Uh, I've been. I've been burning my way through. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> we've got semifinal round. I would argue this is the finals. Whoever whoever wins this is probably going to win the tournament. We've got Predator Archie going up against Batman Elmer Fudd. Ooh, this is a tough one. In my opinion, this is this is rough. Uh, because like that Batman Elmer Fudd was just so freaking good, so cleverly written. Yes, but but nobody got decapitated. <laughs> True. <laughs> and and Punisher Archie, Jughead got decapitated. Sabrina Pre- got Pre- decapitated. Predator Archie. You said Punisher. Oh, Predator Archie. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Predator Archie. Um, uh, but and somebody else got decapitated. I don't Archie. Who it Archie got. Oh, and Archie yeah. gets decapitated, right? Um, right, and then but, we get Archie bot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but again, this is the the title of this bracket is we're this team up. What's, right. What's more weirder than Archie and and, and Predator? Like, yeah, I, there, there I mean, really that's fair. Like that that one moves like, on. It, I'll, you know what? You're absolutely right. It absolutely moves on. Um. It's wild. Like I it's, don't get it's, me wrong. it's such a wild concept. I, I like Batman Elmer Fudd. Like I that that issue was amazing. But it wasn't that weird. Well, the weird part was making everybody human. That's that that was weird. But right, that was that was unsettling unsettlingly cool. You know yeah. what I mean? It was yeah, like it, it's it, like oh my god, like that's Bugs Bunny, but he doesn't like it's oh, but he's humanoid. Again, oh, it's so yeah. weird. It it's weird, but it makes sense for where they put it in in comic logic. Right. Whereas. You got Betty and Veronica wanting to bang this Archie bot that apparently was a predator. So I I don't know. Right. It, it's I yeah, I it's, can just I can justify your choice. It makes <laughs> it makes sense to me. And more importantly, it's predator in Archie's universe. It's yes. not a situation where like Elmer Fudd came to Gotham. It's not like Archie coming to, uh, you know, to the jungle you know, yeah. or, 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 or whatever yeah, wherever Predator is. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um which could also work. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Why wouldn't Archie be a, you know, a, a, a spaceman? I mean, they had uh, not too long ago, they had uh, Betty and Veronica meet Harley and Poison Ivy. And that was literally Harley and Ivy go to, I think it actually was Riverdale to meet up with them. And then something happens to where they switch bodies. So Betty and Veronica are in Harley and Ivy's body. Harley oh, and Ivy are in Betty and Veronica's body, and then they have to go back to, to Gotham. It was it was a six issue mini. Uh, it was kind yeah. of fun. Okay, out there. But yeah, you know, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you know what? You know, it's, 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 okay. Switching. You know, going going different towns is fun. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Fr- freaky Freaky Friday. Fr- you know, Tale yeah. of Two Cities. Yeah, yeah. I get. I get. I get. Sabrina it. was involved. I think there was some other witchies stuff involved. Oh, Zatanna was yeah. involved too. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Sabrina. Uh, I love all of the Sabrina stuff. Uh, we've got bracket number. Uh, oh, the other semifinal the bracket. Semifinal, yeah. Yeah. The other semifinal bracket. We've got the Outsiders and John Walsh going up against DC 
and uh, Colonel Sanders. Mr. Gennaro, how does Colonel Sanders destroy the Outsiders? Um, well, like this one, this one ain't even close to my country mile. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, it's just it's we, it's OK. So, yeah, uh, Outsiders and John Walsh. That one is as odd as it is having the Outsiders with this advanced technology who cannot capture just a common criminal sex trafficking criminal criminal at that and need John Walsh's help. Um, you know, the Colonel coming in and just tricking Larfleys into expanding his, his brand into outer space. Like he's the, you, you could almost argue that he's the original fishy Joe from Futurama. If he's, if he's getting KFC out in outer space. So, uh, that is, that is completely fair. That is actually a great reference. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I man, it's not even it close really to my no opinion. Contest, yeah, it's, it's uh, KFC it's, DC. It's no contest. Uh, yeah. KFC DC is moving on to the finals. Here, Here we, we go. go. Oh, man, this is, this is a knockdown drag out fight. We've got, Punisher. No, we've got Predator Archie <laughs> going up. I don't know why I keep saying Punisher. I, I, it's yeah, Predator Archie. It's peace. It's what it is. Yeah, I, you know, and like I've and I've read the Punisher Archie like crossover, so I, it just keeps yeah, registering, yeah, man. Also, also Punisher is right underneath that, so it kind of <laughs> makes sense. Uh, going up against, so it's it's Predator Archie DC Colonel Sanders KFC. We've got we've got a, a man who uses a Green Lantern ring, but beats his opponents by convincing them to essentially open his own, you know, open businesses in his name, uh, which is like super genius of an idea. It is going amazing. up against going up against a bloodthirsty uh, uh, monster alien who can convince people to fall in love with him, um, <laughs> which which. Man, should we maybe check some IDs? Because if I, I mean, they're high schoolers and they're falling in love well, with an alien that has to be a couple of centuries old. Well, here's, you know so here's the funny thing. Um, looking into the synopsis when I checked out the Archie Predator, uh, allegedly one some doctor or some huntsman or somebody who knew about the predators was able to make the analysis that the predator that was hunting Archie and crew was actually a teenage predator because of course he was of course he was um, of course he was and, but also of course this guy was able to tell that this predator was a teenage predator and which is I don't know why John Walsh wasn't on that one so quickly. Um, yeah, well, like, come on, John. <laughs> yeah, you're failing. You're little, less, little less, little less, being able to decode thirty year old uh, fingerprints and a little <laughs> more catching some alien predators. I yeah. mean, come on, man. Um, I there was no contest as soon as as soon as I saw this bracket, no contest. Being able or not being able, but but. Having the main characters fall in love with the Archie bot and then, you know, what the fuck it so hard. Uh, yeah. Predator and Archie wins like it. That's the weirdest, weirdest team up I've, I've ever heard of. 
Bada boom, bada bing, baby. We got a winner. It's Predator Archie winning the weirdest comic book crossover. I got to agree with you. It's fucking weird. Yes. Um, I might actually go. I might go try to hunt this down. I, I, uh, I am going to go find it because this yeah, sounds Because I'm like amazing. super curious. Super curious about it. It sounds absolutely wild. Yes. Um, there you go. There we, there we go. We did it, everybody. We Woo-hoo! crowned the weirdest one. Of course. If you like this show, please check out the other amazing shows here at the Professional Casual Network, like the not-as-good deep-diving into comic books, but better than deep-diving into video games, uh, because you don't do video games. I do not. Uh, the space the space between, um, they are deep-diving the boys right now, which you are going to either be on, actually, when this airs, you have already been on it, and we probably have already finished the series, so yes. go check that out. Go check out my buddy Joe Gennaro over there doing the damn thing. Uh, I So, at the time of this recording, we've only seen the first three episodes of The uh, Boys. At the time of um, this recording, I've only seen the first two. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, so the first I'm a little two. behind. Okay, um, of 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 season two. Yes, I've watched, we've we've seen all of season one. Yes, um, we had Ben from the Carton Cast on, uh, who he deep dives cartoons. Um, if you uh, shout out to the Carton Cast, go check them out as well. Um, FancyBat.com, I believe, is his website. Um, he read all the comics. Um, so he's kind of giving this like uh, this, like what, you know, not necessarily the difference, but like how much crazier and darker the comic was in comparison to the show and how they smartly kind of not necessarily cleaned it up, but at least made it so like it's a little bit more appropriate made it TV proper. Yeah, <laughs> right. TV proper, but still keeping that um, that that level of gratuitous. Uh, kind of like ugh, makes it makes you cringe situation. Um, and also he kind of points out how they deep dive on the show into things that the comic book never really deep dived into, which is the commercialization and like corporation aspect of being a superhero, which the, which the comic book doesn't like they touch on, but they don't, they don't go as hard as they do in the show. Well, and and um, the comic was written in, mid 2000s um we we right. covered and so, let's say we covered the first volume the first like six issues uh on our show already which was uh, amazing yeah it was it was written in it started out in 2006 so okay the, which, like, which let's face it 2006 not not the best year as, like yeah, yeah no it wasn't it wasn't yeah. the best but it wasn't as corporation heavy as we are today so i right, can exactly. i can see the the show deep diving into that hardcore versus the comics right, right exactly um, but definitely go check that out. Uh, we have been, uh, Tim is very excited about all of it. So he, of course, uh, you know, I got to promote it here. Definitely. But also go check out the space between if you're looking for like, especially video game deep dives. Um, and they just, they they also just finished up planet Hulk, uh, which was, uh, really good because which- it's the Hulk, uh, in a story where he's the main character uh, and it was actually tolerable, which yeah, I have been um, on record of saying many times here. The Hulk is not good when he's by himself. He's always good when he's a supporting character for other people's comics. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I can't disagree with that one. Yeah. Uh, Planet yeah, Hulk, Hulk. Hulk is pretty awesome. Uh, World War Hulk, 
which was a follow up was yep. really good. Um, I I believe they are going to gear up at some point to do that as yeah. well. So yeah. um, I'm actually uh, I'll, I'll really, be listening to their their coverage of Planet Hawk here soon. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't started it yet, so I'm I'm going to get on it here for too long. Uh, uh, it's pretty good, and let me tell you, if you love tangents, man, do they go on some tangents. Uh, <laughs> like like we have? I mean, we've gone on a few. Uh, yeah, 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 just about. Just about. <laughs> about the same. Um, but of course, also go check out um, The Space Between Presents, which is it's a totally different thing. Space Between Presents, uh, where we deep dive docu-series. Uh, we are at this time of this recording about to wrap up McMillions, uh, which is the yeah, which is the documentary series that follows the uh, the scandal behind how the mob fixed uh, the Monopoly game from McDonald's. Um, it, was like, it, is, it was like 20 it, years it was of that really or something. Good. It was so, um, yeah, I watched that documentary. It was a amazing. It was Dude. so good. And we are deep diving and giving our just the hottest potato of takes. Yeah. Let me tell you. I'll definitely um, be checking so that cool. one out. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really good. Um, and of course, Danny, uh, who is great, is over there. And Sarah is stepping up and doing the hosting. And she does a wonderful job over there. So check that out. And of course, Mr. Gennaro, as Adam Cole would say, get your shit in. Baby boy, where can they find you on the Internet? Where can they find your show? Uh comic book rundown uh, and plug anything else you want this is this is an open mic for you okay. go ahead read it off so you can find me personally uh on twitter at um underscore actually underscore uh it, it, it's, it's nice that's clever little, that's clever well because um <laughs> underscore actually was already taken taken um yeah no something that my girlfriend kind of kind of said that it's perfect for me because I correct her on literally just my newest thing just constantly. So it made sense. I, I don't, I'm not on there a lot. Like I do a lot of my uh, social media is really through Instagram, which is for the show, but uh, you could also find the show on Twitter at comic book Run, or wait at comic rundown on Twitter um, on Instagram. I'm, comic book rundown uh and that's where i i'm the most active uh i that's where we talk all the time it's where i talk to the guys from wreck my podcast um i'll oh, fuck those guys i talk to them there. um yeah i, yeah, I, I, I talk to them except I, for I, uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm contractually obligated except for Kroger, who's the best thing on that show thought we were gonna uh, go but, through one episode without having to say that <laughs> No, 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 I no, I had to I am contractually obligated to say okay. it. Um, um but it yes. was worked into the contract. That's fair. Um you can also if you ever have ideas for comic uh book story arcs or if you wanna just email me for whatever reason, you know, comic book rundown at gmail.com. Um like I said before, our show is our main show is covering comic book story arcs there. We release three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 15 to 20 minutes, sometimes longer, but I try to keep around the 15 minute mark. Um, we have another show, which is called Chitty Chats, which I just, I have friends on and, or more recently I've been having comic book uh, writers on and talk about some of their stuff. And that's literally just a, a 45 minute to an hour of, Hey, let's just come on. Just talk about whatever you want and just, you know, just kind of become friends. Um, uh, at the time of this episode being released, 
if my math is correct, we will be a few weeks away from our newest segment called Rundown Reviews, where we are covering comic book movies from all media, uh, TV movies, or made for TV movies, direct DVD, theatrical. Um, we're doing DC, Marvel. Uh, we're doing what I'm calling Other, which is, you know, all of the other um, companies. So like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would fall under that one. Robocop would fall under that one. Um, and then we're also doing animated uh, movies. We uh, The first episode is going to be on the 1978 Doctor Strange movie. Oh, shit. Dude, I haven't thought about that in a million years. Yo, that is a <laughs> wild movie. We had a lot of fun recording that. We had a lot of fun watching that. Um, so, yeah, that will come out at the beginning of November. Uh, I haven't actually narrowed down the, the what day it's going to be. I'm going to be releasing two a month. So like beginning of the month and like middle of the month. And then it's literally going to be like Marvel, DC, other animated. And that's just going to be the, the path we go on. And it's just going to be a rotating thing like that. Um, I would like to invite Chuck at right here, right now. We'd like to invite Hell you. Yeah. We'd like to invite you on sometime, either on the main show. I, I mean, Whichever one we do, I'd like to do a chitty chats. But also, if right. you want, if you want to do just a come on for the movies and review a movie, sure. Like, well, yo, you we can figure it, that like, out in the background. But yeah, what do you, what do you want to what do you want to talk about? Dolph Lundgren as Punisher or uh, oh. David Hasselhoff as Nick Fury? Well, like, we you will, pick a movie and I'll talk about we it. We will hit those in time. Like I, I'm going from like the oldest on, so we will we will get right. to those. <laughs> Right. Oh, we're going to get to those, but. and I will be on your, whether you want it or not, I will be on both those shows. Because uh, no, those are some wild shows. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah so, man, I'm, I'm, I'm making the comic book. Like, I'm making all the podcasts around, so you let me know, and I'll be there, baby I'm, boy. Love to have you on, my, my, my dude. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's if you want to find us, you know, like I said, Instagram or Twitter, um, hit us up there. And yeah, this. Or, you know, go go find us on uh, your podcast app. We're, we're Comic Book Rundown on, on your podcast app of choice. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm on everything. I thought I put myself put the show on everything. But if there's one that that's not on, let me know and we can figure something out. Right. Uh, but definitely uh, check check out Comic Book Rundown in all like in all seriousness. Uh, you know, I, I shit on the space between and stuff, but <laughs> they're they jump around. They do a lot of stuff. Dude, they, um, their origins you, when they cover that. I, I listened to their origins coverage. That was yeah. damn good. Like they did a really good job yeah, covering that. They do. They do a really, really good job. And they but if you just want like just a little bit of like a little bit of taste of like a bunch of stuff, if it wasn't for Joe Gennaro and the comic book rundown, half of the stuff that I have checked out what I would have never looked into because you guys do such a good job of like of of covering issues and covering story arcs and I'm just like yo why have I not gone check this out why haven't I done this why haven't I done that um I absolutely love the show and it's really really good uh that being said Mr. Gennaro and ladies and gentlemen boys and girls cats and squirrels I have been your host Big Chuck for Joe Gennaro on the comic book rundown. We say goodbye. Stay safe. And remember to leave the blood on the bracket. This has been Elite 8 Showdown. 
Thanks so much for listening. Why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the Professional Casual Network has to offer, including season one of The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger, which follows the Netflix smash series Tiger King and details the acid-washed antics of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe, as well as others. This season, we're taking a deep, dark dive into the four-part Netflix docuseries Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Big Fiction Energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lainey, the Girl Without Fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A grim podcast of perilous adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through The Enemy Within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and JB try to survive the perils of the old world. And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. Join him while he financially ruins his partner Tim and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, a totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked that, Tim. You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram at theprofessionalcasual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professionalcasual. Twitter, we're at top tier casual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash professionalcasual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny? They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content, all of those things. 